All right. You know what? Uh, welcome to the Noisy Cricket podcast number dos. Okay. Uh, we have the crew in-house, the whole crew uh, as the of crew today. Of the crew of two is in the house. V, victory is in, in the house. And, she, and we're going to talk a little bit today about some topics that are bothering us. We're going to talk about some stuff that's in the news. We're going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the world and uh, also introduce ourselves again. If you didn't get enough of the first time, uh, we're going to give you a little background on us again. Uh, I'm going to start with me. Uh, I'm a food lover. Uh, I have been a food lover my entire life. I'm I'm Native American and uh, Mexican by background. Uh, I was born a long, 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 long time ago. But relatively speaking, if you're talking to an 18 year old kid, uh, I was born in uh, you know the days of yore. You're half okay, dead. so uh, yeah, I'm already half dead. <laughs> uh, practically on my way. Last, uh, what was it we say? Uh, one foot in the grave and the other one on the banana peel. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, anyways, um, but uh, you know what? Uh, I have loved cars. The first car I ever saw that I truly loved was probably a uh, Ferrari or a Lamborghini. And I have been loving those cars ever since I was young. My father uh, gave me a truck when I was 17, his truck, a 1956 Chevy pickup. Uh, step side, small window, three on the column. I still have it. It's exactly as it was except for the color. I love food. I love fun. I love life. I love travel. I love cars i love beautiful women i love uh classic uh designs uh you know cars clothes you things cars many times well yeah you know, cars are <laughs> cars are big to me cars Clearly. you know and if you looked at my belly you'd see i love food i love food i love and i don't love it all i don't love all food i don't love junk food i love good wholesome quality food but i also love uh, uh love interesting flavors i love combinations of interesting things i love to i love to be surprised i love to uh go to a restaurant and taste a fine thing that somebody crafted with their mind um, i love intent i love emotion i love um i love things that mean something not like today uh the internet world uh you know a virtual world full of nonsense full of um uh, full of things that don't they don't ever one dimensional or two dimensional uh, they don't they don't feel anything uh, outside of the screen uh, and my and my kids and everyone around me seems to be uh, uh, you know they seem to be um, sunk in embedded in this virtual excitement it's an extension of them I mean it's yeah. literally it's like you can't they don't they won't go anywhere without their phone in their hands and, and, and I'm constantly looking at it. And and as an XIT guy, X Techie, uh, basically one of Steve Jobs' first seven fans. Uh, back in the day when it was very unpopular to be a fan of Apple, uh, you were considered a sissy, an artist. Uh, uh, you know, IBM was better. Open Code. Uh, you know, um, mass production, mass. Qual low quality uh it was just you know make a buck right and in that world in a time when everybody was you know the geeks and the nerds were considered to be uh less than of course now it's not the case but back then uh you were considered to be less you know and uh i and i i didn't dive in as i wanted to uh i didn't i couldn't fully commit because i wanted to be uh I don't want to be a nerd. It was bad. Uh, be a geek. Uh, but you know what? I had I had deep love for it, and uh, even a little bit today. But you know what? I look at it now, and I and I say, how did you ever really appreciate that? How did you ever appreciate the technology? Because it's so the world is so different. Uh, humanity's gone, and I don't mean it in this uh, in this uh, hyperbole way. I mean it in the way that. Uh, people don't look at each other in the eyes. There's no handshakes. There's no humanity. There's no, like I heard somebody say, uh, what was it? Kathy Lee Gifford, right? You know, Kathy Lee Gifford. Mm -hmm. uh, she was on, uh, what was it? Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And she's on his show. And she was there talking, doing a normal interview for her, whatever she's pimping today. And she was leaving her show, her morning show. And I, I was watching her have this plea for humanity, basically. Uh, she was saying that, you know, the world's changed so much. And, you know, I, I think it's a fear that, you know, you're losing control, you're losing, uh, uh, you're losing touch with what's going on. 
And I never thought, you know, as a young person, you always think, well, there's a generation gap. There used to be a word called a generation gap. And that people, you eventually you got old and out of touch. And you eventually clung to things that you were familiar with and were uh, you were resistant to change. You were resistant to embracing something new out of fear, right? And I never, ever thought that it would happen. In fact, I thought it'd always be on the cutting edge or on the bleeding edge of whatever was happening next. But you know what? I, th- I took some turns in my life, and I'm, I'm not regretting them, but I took some turns in my life that took me away from them, and the following, the keeping up part. And that's kind of what's happening, a result of what's happening here today. This podcast uh, it is something that I should have done a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, I've always loved to talk. I've always loved to have good conversation, uh, intriguing, uh, informative, um, illuminating, uh, all these beautiful words that you can attach to what I like to do. I like to sit in people's front rooms and chat about the world. And I uh, should have done it a long time ago and tried to get paid for it. Instead, I was chasing this technology dream up until about 2004. I was on this, uh, this uh, you know, uh, on this trek. And I didn't, I didn't, I never at any point said, Hey, you know what? Let me, uh, stick my, my stake in the ground and chase, uh, uh, my own business in it and, uh, maybe become a tech giant. I always just thought I was be a worker. I don't know why, but I always tried, I was trying to be a worker instead of a, a luminary. Right. And so, um, the, the, and then I, I stayed home with my kids for a long time. Uh, I was the one the, the stay at home dad and, uh, fought that battle. And did a, you know, half-witted job of it. Because you know what? I was a, a masculine a guy who, uh, you know, kind of went his own way and did his own thing. And had my own ideas about things. and never wanted to be a lemming. <clears throat> and, and I paid the price for it. You know, I paid a, a dear price for it. And I today, this podcast is in part due to that lack of conformity. Right? And I look back and I say, you know what? This would have been great uh, before podcasting was a thing. Uh, this would have been great for me. I probably would have been, you know, uh, good at at, at uh, broadcasting or something. But it wasn't in my zeitgeist. It wasn't in my world. It was so far, uh, uh, you know, far afoul from where I was. So to see it, me doing it today, it just seems insane. Like I look, I look at, I when I thought about this podcast a couple of years ago. Well, not this one. Uh, well, no, this one. When I thought about this podcast, I was I was uh, w- listening to Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla, some of the earlier podcasters. I mean, there's a million and one now today, but when the they started out, it was it was uh, I mean, who is was that guy? Um, Green. Uh, he had a he was married to um, you know um, the girl from ET. Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Uh, her husband. What was his name? Something Green. Yeah. Adam Green. Mm, okay. Well, this guy started a podcast, or you know recording himself in his basement years and I mean what 17 years ago 15 years ago and uh this is long before podcasting was getting going but he was doing it and it was had a name for it and whatever it was and that's the first time I ever heard of anybody doing something like this I'm sure the people have done it before I'm sure this is not new but uh to have a vehicle like iTunes or SoundCloud or some of these places where you can have a, a platform that's new that's recent um, not recent like yesterday, but recent like 15 years ago. So um, when I listened to these people, I was like, nah, I can't do that. What am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? What 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 ideas am I going to give to the world? And do I have something to say? And who'd listen? Who's going to listen to me? <laughs> well, uh, if you'd said that I was going to do this, I would have told you you're crazy. But here I am. Here I am, uh, Jack, uh, you know, father of two teenage rabble rousers uh married to the same woman since 1995 and yeah jesus christ and uh you know uh i would say uh at the up to this point (sighs) barely successful okay in in uh, you know in trying to uh achieve uh, a career you know uh never fully committed always had visions of grandeur, you know, galloping down the road with sword in hand, uh, conquering uh, giant dragons. So, if you with that kind of idea, you can't stick to a job. You can't you can't jump in line. You can't conform. You have your own ideas. You have your own vision. You have your own way. And I had that all the time, my whole life, 
but I never I never decided to commit to it. I was afraid. Well, that's the thing. You didn't commit to anything. You did well. You, you, not everything. only, but but I, but the thing was, yeah, I've done a lot of things. I've done a lot, tried a lot of things. Right. And I'm mediocre at best at, at most of them. I'm, I'm I'm okay at a couple, but um, mediocre at best. But I've always been great at talking. If you if anybody has said you know you talk about me. People always say that guy can talk your head off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but maybe that's not good, right? <laughs> well, was, is was it, it meant in, it, in a good way? You know what the thing about it is that it's uh, it's good for what? Good in what application? Right. If I you are if you a- are a uh, an assassin, um, you don't go work at the Ralphs. Do you see? Uh, an assassin is better placed in a war. But see, right? this is why this is perfect. So yeah, that's why today you know, this seems so. I feel I feel like Cinderella. I see. I, feel, I do. I feel like Jackafella. Uh, uh, I mic found is your mic is your slipper. The babe. microphone is the glass slipper for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strangely enough, so <laughs> so here we here we are, twenty nineteen, an old codger uh, trying to make it at a young man's game. Why do game. you say old codger? Well, because You're you know what, I'm old. I'm definitely definitely I would say I'm in the downslope of my existence. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say the energy, my soul, my vision, my ideas. My, uh, uh, what do they call it? Your, 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 who you are, really. But the vehicle, the meat vehicle I'm driving around in. All right, but the mind is young. Oh, the mind is, sh- geez. Yeah, because honestly, I don't feel my age. No, no, the mind is 20. Maybe, well, no, no, listen. Yeah, no. Maybe late no, 20s. The mind is 26. I'm, okay. I'm at 29. The mind is, yeah. tw- okay, so the mind <laughs> is 26. Uh, the soul is 32, 33. Mm-hmm. And the body is 49 all day long. My soul is older. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, see, maybe my soul's older too, you know. So, anyways, um, now on to you V for Victoria, no, Victory, it's not for Victoria. Uh, uh, Vigilance, <laughs> uh, Venison. I don't know, pick one. But uh, you are here uh, and you have been a part of my existence since 1986. 86 technically yeah and then uh fully in effect until 87 88 and uh now 2019 you know we're we're in all of its full glory now so, right yeah, yeah. Boy, when you say it like that it sounds so long it doesn't feel that it doesn't feel long no it you know i'm, I'm gonna say it like this i honestly could tell you it feels like it feels like eight years no. to me Guess, but who's counting? I, I guess it doesn't. On, on whose yeah, schedule? Right. On whose calendar? Look, we have teenage kids now, like 13, 14. But that, that's really the only difference between, I mean, uh, on the laundry list of things that are different, that is the most, you know, prominent mm-hmm. is the children. But aside from that, in, like I said, I could wake up tomorrow and this could be 1996 all over again. That's true. Yeah. 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 So the, what's going to let us down as it does for everyone? Is the meat vehicle, and and this I this is I, true. The, yeah. and I'm going to coin that phrase from Joe Rogan. I'm going to give him credit. I'm sure it's maybe somewhere else because who you can't make up anything original today. But um, the meat vehicle. That's what he calls it. That's what he calls it. This well, this thing, this mortal coil. This meat vehicle. Yeah, yeah. That we're driving not, around in. I haven't experienced any major issue. Jesus, knock on some wood quickly, right? please. Your head, just yeah. There you go. Uh yeah, get on that. But so yeah, I mean, but except for recently, like I said, went to the doctor. Yeah, got my cholesterol checked. Wasn't so good. Yeah, well, but you know, but that's that's not that's something in your family. Though, but no, right? see, here's the thing: it's not in my family. It's not in my family because my parents don't have high cholesterol. Maybe they did when for a minute when they were eating crap back in the '90s or something, but they just changed their diet and everything was fine, normal. Me, I'm a different breed, you know. I what what would you call yourself? Pekingese? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, you might be Hainanese actually in Maybe secret. Maybe I'm Hainanese. Because I yes. swear to God, yes, I you ate. You know, I swear to God, when I saw you eat that meal the other night, you look like a shark. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, there was a there was a there was a little skin so that we went didn't, over your eyes. We didn't talk about me. And, I and do like to and eat. And you just had your, you your skin pulled back and you were like <laughs> you were oh my god, you were covered in sauce. I can't I love to Yeah, you, you had a little couple of rice, you know, little crumbs in your hair. I do yeah. You know Look, what I mean? I just I, I enjoy a meal. You went at it. I am not one of those girls that doesn't like to eat. No, I look at I appreciate it. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I'd love to see someone appreciate their food. I appreciate Especially something a good that I meal. make. 
Especially like, something I make. But see, that's one of the reasons why I married you. Well, geez, I didn't cook this way when I married you. That's in my eyes, though. You still were a great cook, and you know, and I can't cook. I knew three things. You know, you knew to one. Save my life. You I knew could, one. I knew three. I don't even that's think all. I knew one when I met you. You could burn the shit out of some toast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. And but, well, no, look, you knew um, cream of wheat, kind of. Did you? I learned. <laughs> Your mom's cream of wheat. You could knock the doors off of that your I mom's cream of wheat yeah but you know yeah that's a health food yeah right <laughs> that's a health food and you know we talk about this a lot food in general we need to talk about this more on the grub enthusiast our other podcast we if do. anybody's listening we do talk our about food it. and fun related podcast yeah yeah so check it out no, soundcloud itunes it's all over the place anywhere you get fine and it was what uh what was his name the Fighter and the Kid, the other podcast. Uh, he says, uh, anywhere that fine podcasts can be found. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. So, look, um, back to the internet situation. Um, you know, technology for me has taken a turn. A turn. And again, maybe this is my detachment from uh, the connection to it. I was in doing it when it was smoking a, ma- a magic smoke in a box. It was, uh, you, were, you were a geek, but then you became kind of uh, valuable. But everybody did. I mean, that I think when, you know, when we got married or around that time, everybody was in technology. Right. I'm going to say you're big, wrong. Really? I'm going to say you're wrong. It was a small, small group. And uh, when I started it, like in, say, 84. No, I'm talking about not in the 90s. In the 90s, it was still a small group. It was a I would say 30 percent of us, maybe 20 percent of the whole humanity was doing it. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like 90 percent, maybe more. It seems like everyone has some finger in it. Yeah. But when I, when I was doing it in the 90s, you could still talk to somebody and you could still inform them very, very easily on, oh, have you seen this? And it was it was all gadgets. See, That's pre-iPhone, it was, it was, everything was a gadget because everything was a standalone device. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted a calendar, you had to have a pocket calendar. If you want, yeah, right? <laughs> right. And if you, and if you wanted to your have. calculator. You had a calculator. Your, your fancy. I, I remember having I a backpack. Mm-hmm. I remember having a back. You had one, HP. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of the yeah, like a digital scientific calendar. Yes, uh, cal- I needed it for my for my job, which yeah, was again yeah. for a software company. And and stupid, you could literally have that application on a phone now. It would be <laughs> yeah. ten times better. Yeah, you know. So um, I remember having those days when I would. I remember in the mm, mid to late '90s, I remember I'm having saying, a backpack yeah. full of uh, every imaginable gadget. Mm-hmm. People called them gadgets. Oh, that's just a gadget. <laughs> Oh, it's a gadget. Oh, what does that do? Oh, that's and I and, and they I, would call you. They would they would make mention of you. Yeah. Like, oh, well, it was it was a part of my name. He's so into to yeah. He's into gadgets. He's a, <laughs> and I, I don't. I remember telling my brother for the first time uh, when the first when the very first iPhones came out. I had one. I bought one, and I was I had been out with my brother who was older than me, and uh, he's from the older school, and we were out having a drink or whatever. And I turned to him. and I said, Hey, have you checked out this thing? Oh, mm-hmm. Six months later, that fool had one, and it looked at me like I was the idiot. No, you know? he didn't yes. look at, no, he just looked at you like as if you know you never mentioned it, right? Like it, it was what? more like no, 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 oh, no, no. He look had, what I found. He had look the, what I discovered. But insult to injury, <laughs> not only did he do that, he literally turned to me and says, uh, "I don't have enough pages for all my apps." I was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "I don't even know how many pages there are." He goes, "Well, my phone's full." I said, "Of what?" apps so so he proceeds to fan out every page of full do you even know what they do probably not no it is oh this app this app does this and this app does that oh and this does this i'm like jesus you really so so again that's the kind of world it was it was a you know everybody was on a different team it was on team pc or team mac and if you were a mac person as i was diehard uh you were one of those you know Woo-hoo. You know, you had a little cuckoo in you. You know, you were an artist. You were a uh, a graphic designer, or you were uh, one of those uh, oh high maintenance types. You know what I mean? Cause, <laughs> because you wanted things to work. Yeah, God forbid you'd actually <laughs> like something to look nice in your house, and you liked it when it worked all the time. You didn't like it when like I would come to you constantly with my all my PC issues and. I need you to defrag my. That's that's when I that's <laughs> I when I, I was working. This I kept, virus and that I virus. kept a job in IT because I could fix the garbage. Mm-hmm. That's what an IT guy does. He uh, fixes broken problems from PCs. Max, they just keep humming along. They're like uh, they're like you you know your your dependable you know pet. 
they're, just, they're humming. Woo, doot, 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 doot. PCs, always some issue of some kind. You know, it doesn't uh, connection issues. We can go on for days with it. But you know what? Uh, they're cheap, and that's why everybody oh, yeah. had them. And yeah, that's why yeah. we still have them, you know? I don't. I do. You might as well. I, again, I still work. No. For, I'm still in the software industry, and I yeah. still work for yeah. a software company True. that does not let me have well, uh, a Mac. Well, the reason why they can't is there's no open source. There's no, you can't just make an application and just make it work on an app, on a Mac. You can't. On, on a, a PC, you can. PC, you can. The, the code is open. You know how it works. You know how the, the, the uh, operating system operates. You just need to fill in the blanks, make it conform to its guidelines, and it, you can make it work. On a Mac, you need to, if you make an application for Mac, you have to send it through and have it authorized through Mac. Mm-hmm. So Mac says, hey, this is a piece of garbage. Eh, wah, wah, wah. Right. And if it's good, well, we'll authorize it, but you're going to cut us in. <laughs> you're gonna cut us in right so but it works it works so every wh- time so what I just mean, turn it on it works yeah right very seldom i mean not like mine very I'm seldom constantly well at least not since mine is a little newer it's not yeah. as bad but well, it's still i'll give you this windows 10 is better yeah. it is better it ain't you know it ain't mac but max mac you better do something soon mac you know i think unfortunately yeah. for everybody the, the ideas died with steve jobs the drive, the 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 ideas, the cachet of interesting directions—they kind of have been stunted since Steve left. And there has no, has not been anybody. I mean, look, uh, the current CEO—I'm sure he's a fine guy, uh, but he's not—he's not an imaginary guy like uh, Steve was. They need somebody. They need somebody at the helm. Somebody who's driving, bleeding edge. Uh, you know, consumer technology. Yeah, but that's that's hard to find. You know, of course, the, the innovators. Of course I mean, but when know. they do, pay him. <laughs> pay him, right? Look, I mean, look. If, if they need a, they need a, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Elon Musk. That's what they need. Sure. They need one of those uh, blustery, uh, crazy dudes that wants to, you know, he wants to affect change immediately. He wants to take over, you know, he wants to uh, make something happen now. Not in a year, not later, now, right? So, um, but you know what? Uh, I did this podcast, uh, the first one, the first Noisy Cricket with my son. And I uh, was going over some stuff and saying, you know, look, there's a, there's a big gap between he and I, unfortunately. And uh, every day it's more apparent to me. Right. Because I realized today when I was a boy in the 70s, I my what I would say the equivalent of the Internet was your idea of growing up and getting a girlfriend or several girlfriends or a wife and driving your fancy car and going off and traveling and seeing a world and living life. That was the Internet. The Unfortunately, today. The virtual world is taken over, and I nothing that I find important does my my son find important. And if he does find it important, he uh, finds it on the virtual internet, on the internet. And that that's the thing we didn't have. I had it late in my life, right. in my twenties. Mm-hmm. This boy has grown up with it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, from since he was breathing. But so this is the thing. One of the things that everybody, um, anybody, I guess, of our generation. Is we have kids now and that's they are like stuck to their xbox and ipad and iphone and whatever right their tablets all this stuff and and they they don't realize they'll ra- they'd rather play the game whatever the game may be let's say it's, it's football or, or soccer or whatever they'd rather play it on a video game than go outside and experience it and, and so it's really strange and odd for us, you know, as parents, when we're like, let's go. I, I want to go take them out kayaking. And they're like, oh, God, no. I mean, I have to actually There's do water. Work. I have to carry. Gonna, I have to be yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I have to be hungry. I have to be, you know, cold. You know, I have to do all this like, stuff. I could do all of this right could, on, a, on the TV. I could pull up some game and kayak, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Right? Yeah. It's not the same, but they don't know any different. Right. If you, well, they, if they, they don't do because they, we no. force them to well, do these what, things. What I'm but. saying is, though, is like, let's, let's, I mean, you have to put yourself in their spot. Okay. Uh, if you could get a similar experience rather than a full experience, because look, every time you put a kayak on your car and you have to drive 
an hour or two to get to the lake, right? And then you have to unpack. Mm-hmm. You have to settle in. You have to put your tent. You have to do whatever you're going to do, your accommodations, so you can have this brief, <laughs> yeah, harrowing, experience. harrowing, dangerous, could drown. Yeah. That's why they have safety jackets, right? Uh, you have to go. It's, it's not handling. What I'm trying to tell you is that if you go river rafting. Oh, well, yeah. And you're on the river. But it's exciting. It, that's the thing. But you know what the crazy part? If you put it in their hands, okay? Like, for example, I was talking about in the first podcast with my 14-year-old son about the idea that he's going to need a car, Okay. Mm-hmm. And to me, like I said before, the pot, uh, the car was your ticket to the world. It was your magic carpet. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was the reason for existence because you were going to be able to get in it. And you were, go gonna, you were going to be able to fix it. You were going to be able to um, invite friends. You were going to be able to learn. You were going to be able to customize it. You were going to be able to paint it whichever color. You were going to put special wheels on it. You were going to be able to look cool and have a status. Amongst your friends and strangers. So you looked at it that way. I looked at it as my ticket out. I could get out of my house, get away from my parents and but, go but like experience I said, Like life. I said, you're a girl mm-hmm. and um, all guys at one point uh, would lay themselves at your feet just because you were cute. Do you see? And the rest of us wanted to attract your attention. And, with your and fancy car. With our fancy car. <laughs> With our status, with our machismo, with our pectoralis muscles, with <laughs> our, uh, you know, other endowments, uh, with our money, with our... But the world has changed so much. And none of those have the same values as they did. And uh, even, Right now, all the kids need to do is, uh, oh, let me just call an Uber. Let me call a Lyft. Let me call and, an Uber. Doesn't yeah. car doesn't matter. Uh, and, and the car itself doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, it's, I, I look at, at fancy cars today and I worry for them. Okay, I worry for them because uh, at some point there's going to be a generation that just doesn't care about a Bugatti Veyron. They just don't. They're not going to buy them because it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Everyone's going to drive a Tesla. You know? Yeah. I mean, because there are no, there's no affordable. Look, the reason, the reason why a car was so unique was because uh, it was your transportation, it was your uh, personality. It was your, uh, your it was status. it was your it was your status. It was everything. Okay, I was watching a show today where they were talking about how a badge, the badging, you know, the uh, there was a time in the '60s where it was the same car, and the only difference between um, a rich man and a poor man was the letters that came after the model number mm. in their community or in their society during this time frame. Today, that means nothing. So pretty much anything that I hold dear and I hold important has been completely turned upside down in the eyes of my children. I have many old cars and I hold them dearly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I say to my kids, come help me learn. It's funny. Okay? They don't want to learn, right? But they, I don't know. I mean, like they'll play these games and in one of you know our youngest he he actually is really good at at cars and he likes no, our, how they our look son, our youngest son is good at everything he tries that's true but he'll remember every little detail yeah. and can remember what kind of yeah. car it is and all that stuff because yeah. he'll, he'll play that whatever forza but or that's, something that's just him that, yeah. that's not even cars that's him well okay no, but he, i'm just saying he, he, he likes no, cars and when he, we're out on the road okay. he appreciates exactly them. but you know he's also the same kid that's good at everything he tries and yeah you know, he'll teach himself a uh What's the what's the what's that um that guy the the movie about him, not Johnny no no you know who it is um Elton John right Elton John Elton John uh Elton see before uh Freddie Mercury and Queen that movie came out and then he started teaching himself a couple of Queen tracks oh that's true on in a couple piano. in a couple of days right on the, uh, went to the YouTube or whatever but see that's the beauty I mean there is some sure, beauty sure, of, of the internet Absol- right but that's the double edged sword yeah, right right yes. and uh, and the only reason that he's even playing and not to get off track I want to get back to my my idea um, is that he used the the tool to help him use the piano in the real world when in fact if we didn't have the piano he would just go to a cheapo digital keyboard or maybe find a keyboard on a application on his <laughs> iPad and there would be no need to feel the ivories feel the 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 tactile feeling of the touch of the piano 
the, the, look, the, the reason why a piano was an amazing talent was because it was hard to do. It was, it was a age old, it's been around for centuries and, uh, people would, uh, uh, prize this ability because there was nothing. There was no internet. There were no cars. There were no phones. It came from a, an ancient time. Okay. And you would sit in a parlor, for example, and you had to, you, you could play the piano, simple keys, but then to have a, a flair, to have a, an ability that was unseen, uncommon, uh, a certain, uh, certain touch that you could feel in the keys. Uh, I used to watch this movie called Shine with Rachmaninoff. The guy was trying to play Rachmaninoff. And, you know, it, it, everyone's playing the same keys, but somebody would have a little extra, a little flair, a little style that would make it so much more powerful, a feeling. They could emote into the, into the piano. That's what, right? when I took piano. That's, but, that's but like the, you have to put feeling yeah, into it. But the mm-hmm. thing is, if you have a digital Casio uh, $49 keyboard from the Walmart, you can't have the same touch. You can't have the same feeling because you don't have, like on the on the real piano, there's pedals that adjust the, the tension of the keys, of the key, of the strings, which then uh, the feeling, like, like if you have a bad key on a piano, it doesn't spring, the action isn't right. That'll affect how you play and it'll affect your timing and how you flow. I don't know. I don't know how to pianist, but I, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I don't. Um, but I, I do have, I paid enough attention to know feeling to know uh, when someone's doing something exceptional, right? And that's what I'm talking about. You, you don't have those areas of, of trying to be exceptional because everyone's kind of on the same playing field. And when you're playing it off of a digital keyboard off a screen, it's not the same as playing it on a real piano. And I, that's what I do about admire about my son was that he took the time to have some, he didn't have a teacher, he went to the the YouTube, doesn't know how to read music necessarily, but uh, found a video or an app that sh- helped him understand enough to get what he wanted to play the chords from an Elton John track or a Queen track, yeah. you know. And he was he's just I and even even when he's got a free second right before school, we're leaving. You know, we got three minutes to go before we're leaving, mm-hmm. and I can hear him off in the distance in the front room, you know, tinkling away. On, on some thing he's working on. Yeah. I admire it. I, I love it. Yeah. And it's it's a it's an old mentality because you know I, I don't think thi- he's an old soul though too because you know you've got one son that doesn't have any interest in that and then the other one that's just you know a polar opposite <laughs> that he actually you know he does. He'll take the time to go teach himself something. He'll he'll want to go outside with us and do yeah. something. Yeah. So it's you know he's not the norm. Right. I don't think. Well, and you know I I um, still haven't gotten him to appreciate car. I mean, no. working on the cars. No. Uh, being around it, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. I'm gonna get there. Got a few years left with him. I think you. I think <clears throat> he will be the one that you are able to teach. I have, I have a better chance. Yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Especially but, if you tell him, okay, if you fix this car, it, you can have it. See, but you know, you know? like I was saying before, though, <clears throat> is that you know, living a life and uh, having the excitement of meeting somebody new, a, a date. You know, you go out and go into a place that was our internet, that was our oyster, that was our hey. You know, what you want to do is you want to, you know, you got plans for the weekend. You meet a cute girl. Hey, let's go have a, a soda. Let's go to a movie. Let's go have a bite to eat. Let's go to the beach. Let's go have fun. Let's go to a, let's go do something. Right? I feel like that's gone. Well, yeah. Well, now you have everything's on the internet. All the dating apps, all this other you know stuff. Yeah, right. That we see, don't do. They can just text each other. They can text each other, and that they're perfectly fine. They're satisfied they don't with need it. To, they can be sitting in the same room together and texting each other. It, it feels like you know what the acceptance of the uh, <laughs> sex robots. That they talk about on, on TV. If they talk about how there's going to be a, a robot that you're going to have intimate relations with. And, that, and, and I feel like the precursor to that is all the communications that people are having today uh, via text, via instant messaging. Uh, there's no, um, you know, like when you would uh, want to have a relationship with somebody, you would have to get to know them. No, now you, you just swipe whatever. Is it you swipe, swipe right? Swipe right. <laughs> it's like you. I don't. I don't see. It's, it's like you're going from zero to sixty, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. So and and the world's changed so much, and I'm totally out of the loop on it. Yeah. I'm I'm a much different idea. So I'm trying to talk to my kids about things that are are were or are important to me, and I'm and I tell them, 
you better watch out for this. You better watch out for that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm starting to think that it's not as it's not going to be as real for them. You know, well, I don't think it's going to be as real for them because they 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 it's like it's like um. You know, if uh, if uh, you know, let's say eating something very uh, you know tart or very uh, unique is the the end result. It's the gift. You have to have tasted the ingredients independently on their own. You know, if you want to, if you're gonna have a great salad or a great fine dish, you you're gonna you want to taste the ingredients beforehand independently so you can know what they will taste like together, right? And there, it's kind of like a foreplay. For a chef, right, or for a cook, you're gonna you're gonna think about oh this wonderful cheese. Let me taste it. Oh, it's so good by itself. And then you eat this fruit, or you eat the herb, or you eat the and you know in your mind you make a recording, and then ultimately you put it all together and it's this masterpiece, right? I think that's gone. I think the foreplay is gone. I think it's just it's either it's on or off. It's it's zeros and ones. It's uh it's either yes or no. And I don't, there's, where's the gray area? Where's the buildup? Where's the anticipation? Where's the, uh, the failure? Where's the, how do you appreciate something immaculately when you've never failed? You don't know failure. How can you appreciate success? Cause there, it, like there's, uh, when you, when you, when you do something wrong, you want to correct it. Right. Mm-hmm. And even today, this idea of a participation trophy. I feel like the world is full of them now. Well, yeah, but that's... Everything is a participation trophy. You know, there's no... It's not the, that you're exceptional. It's that you are just... you just, you know, a part of it. You know, and you're rewarded for it. And it's becoming more common. And it's more a part of the system. And uh, that no one stands out. And if you want to stand out, you have to do something crazy. Nutty. What's this one guy? Some some Takashi six nine or something like that. Some rapper guy. He's got crazy teeth and tattoos on his face, and he's uh, in jail now. And blah, blah, I don't even know. I don't even know what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't follow all. I don't, that of course, stuff, yeah. there's so much to follow. There's right? too much. There's, there's too just, much. It's system overload. Yeah. I mean, all this ridiculous and, 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 social and, and, and media now crap. I'm uh, I'm the hypocrisy. And every and everybody wants you know they think that's how they're going to get their you know, fame. They yeah. do these crazy stunts. Yeah. These, you get all these dares, these right? These run-of-the-mill do... people talking on microphones about their <laughs> lives. <laughs> these unexceptional uh, individuals who just have an opinion and a vision, right? Talking on microphones and, and wanting to be special. Damn. Ooh, look at us. Jazz hands. <laughs> Shh, you know? Anyways, um, yeah, you know what? Um, I think we're going to have more of these conversations. I don't think this is the end of it. This is just the beginning, in fact. Uh, you know, we were toying with this idea that I was going to go and uh, go back and resume what I used to do and resume my career uh, and uh, become uh, the IT grand dame par excellence, whatever that means. And uh, and then uh, somebody, somebody who we weren't expecting, uh, our tax lady. We have a new tax lady. <clears throat> And we met with her, and uh, we weren't expecting to have a uh, what is it called a uh, uh, session with our therapist. <laughs> she turned right? into our yeah. therapist. She, she turned into our therapist, and she started telling us about what we should do, and and it wasn't in a way that um, was you know bad or mean. Uh, it wasn't one of those things where you were like, "Hey, shut up," you know, stupid. You know, you were like, "Wow, you, it was how just do you, how do you see that?" And tough yeah. love, maybe a little tiny yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, and I and, and, and never at any point though did I feel like, hey, you know, your own business. back out of me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, it was like, hey, all right, well, that's that's a pretty good observation, and it's uh, apparent to me that if you are you pay attention, like she does, Amy, and uh, you pay close attention to people, and you do it often enough, uh, you can see where they're missing because they're too close. And uh, you can observe from the outside very easily, and you look at people very clearly the, may, the way they may not look at it themselves. Yeah. And it is kind of a therapy. Uh, and so a shout out to Amy. Um, you, uh, you kind of backed up some thoughts that I was having uh, in my mind about where was it was I was having it in my elbow. I was thinking in my elbow one day. Uh, <laughs> she just nudged you along. She, no, she didn't nudge me. Actually, she just kind of... Um, 
kind of organized the thoughts that I already had. I was already kind of in this zone, you know, because the whole thing that started the conversation was telling them about the podcast and my pickle wagon business, uh, picklewagonpickles.com. <laughs> if anybody's looking for pickles, uh, pickles, uh, pickles, cucumbers, uh, carrots, green beans, asparagus tips, beets. Uh, I've heard great things. I've heard great things. Speaking of those. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, she just kind of confirmed some of the things that I was thinking, you know, uh, I mentioned that I was looking for a gig and, uh, that I was, you know, struggling, uh, because I don't know for any multitude of reasons, especially because you know what today I, w- I, you know, I used to be good. You know, somebody used to say, I, uh, I'm not an entertainer, but I'm good in living rooms. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, I wasn't that guy. I was the guy that was good one-on-one, you know, when you, whenever, whenever I'd get a gig at doing whatever, ever I did, I would always be good one-on-one. I I'd go into the, the store or go into the business or meet a friend. And then I would tell them what I liked and what I didn't like. And I'd you know, be honest with them and they would see that and hire me. But it's been a long time since that, that, that ability is gone because the world has changed to the point where recently I was in a situation where I was looking for uh, some part-time work. Right. And uh, I went to a store and I walked up to the door and the guy was like, well, we're not open yet, but um, you know, are uh, you looking for a gig? Or you know anybody who's looking for a gig? And I turned away like, nah, this is not what I want to do. I didn't say that, but I'm, I turned around like, oh, okay, no, I, no, I, no. And then uh, I turned around and said, well, what are, you, what are we talking about? And so we had a 20-minute conversation, dot, 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 chatty, chatty. <laughs> everything went well. Hey, got his name. Everything seemed like it was going to go in my direction. And then he says, well, I said, so can I fill out an application? And what's the next step? And he goes, you have to go to the internet. Go to the internet, fill out the application, and then we'll call you. Well, I went to the internet. I, I filled out the application. Well, you did, my my lovely assistant, uh, uh, fill out the application, and um, no response. It goes into a black hole. It goes into mm-hmm. an abyss. Mm-hmm. And if you don't say the right magic words, or if you're not, I don't know. I don't know you what you literally to have to say the exact words that they are looking for, right? Okay. Because there's well, we can chuck it up to that. that. We can chuck it up to that. Mm-hmm. We can chuck it up to the fact that some say you're overqualified. Yeah. You're, you know, you're underqualified. Or uh, we can chuck it up to your age. It's not meant to be. You Who don't knows? belong there. You know that's what the that's what our therapist Amy did. Our therapist slash uh, 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 tax person slash friend uh, said that you know it wasn't meant for you, and you know what we could. I, I always felt like that's a cop out. You know, it's a cop out. You're just convincing yourself. You're, you're modifying the narrative to suit your story. You know, you're modifying the story to, to suit your narrative, and I'm I don't like that. That's to me, that's bogus. That's uh, it's a cop out. It's just quit. But and then, and but in the same time, I'm not. I you know, I don't. I'm not a woo woo guy. No, I, but here's I, I don't, the thing. I don't if hold my my crystals say, and my Birkenstocks. No, but it's know. it's one thing to say, okay, yeah, it it wasn't meant to be. Um, you know that you had the conversation with him and it wasn't meant to be no 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 if you're following all the steps and you went through through right you you talked to this guy he liked you he asked you to do this you did that it seemed like we were on target but that's my point if you do everything that you're supposed to do and it doesn't happen then maybe it's just not meant to be and in this case you know even when i told you when you were trying to i'm like what the fuck oops Sorry. That's all right. You, you can Damn. say it. I, this is explicit. I'm like, you can why say would you even want to do this? This is so well, look, it not. That, that's the key. See, here's the thing. Um, we live in the sticks and we have these kids. And, and Amy said to us, look, you know what? You're thinking about going to work, right? And I said, yeah. And she says, well, you know what? If you can't, if you can avoid it, don't. And I was like, what, what do you mean? She says, do your pickles, do your podcast. And uh, be around for your kids. And be there for your kids. And I was, and the whole time I've been thinking, bear in mind, ever since uh, they were born, I've been thinking to myself, this will be over soon. You know, this will be over and I'll be able to get back to what I was doing. And uh, then um, they start growing up. And I just never felt, I mean, though the, the, the job changed, right? I don't think the responsibility changed. Well, but the job didn't. Uh, the job I changed say, when they were I, I little. Just, when they were little it, babies, everything just it, it, 
it changes, but I just said it that. doesn't mean that it's no. What I'm trying to say to you is, you were still a dad, and they still needed you. It, it, it's just that they're at a different age, so that's my they point. Just need that's that's my else. point. My point is, is that the job didn't the job changed because uh, when they were little, uh, you had to you know baby you had to feed them and you had to change them and you had to uh, you know be there for every little thing. Dad, you know, fix this. Dad, You're taking care of them. Yeah. Period. But then at a certain point, they're old enough to do stuff for themselves. But then the job change. You don't need to be there to hold their hand, help them cross the street, or uh, feed them uh, every meal. Or, uh, but you got to be there to help them get through, guide them. Yeah, from a, you yeah, know. trying times. Right. Uh, you know, uh, tough moments in their life. Make mistakes, doing all the the schoolwork I, I, and I did sports think, though, and. You know, I do think though that I'm really going to regret some of the times when they were little. Because you didn't enjoy it as much. Because I I didn't, and I didn't enjoy it because I was, I can't I wasn't ready for I wasn't I didn't want to be a stay at home dad, I wanted to be me, the person I knew the person I had been building. Do you think then this probably you resented the fact that you were there? Absolutely, absolutely, I resented I I did I, I on one side of me tried to enjoy it and the other side of me fought it every second, and it was because. I mean, why do you think I tried so many things? Why do you think I went to a culinary school? Why do you think I went to automotive school? Why do you think I, I, uh, I tried all these different things? Because I was trying to find something to do that I could do that interested me, that keep me busy, my mind busy, whilst I was treading water as I saw it. Yeah, I you think know? you thought, well, I just need to do this for a little bit. And that little bit has turned into, you know, a long years, stint. <laughs> right. You know? But... And- I mean, I think it's still... Don't, I'm not saying it's not valuable. Yeah. I'm looking at it differently, clearly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the fact of the matter is that, you know, if you're a guy, you know, I, I spent, you know, I, 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 in my youth, I had my troubles uh, with, you know, family and whatnot. And then uh, you get to a point where you're starting to come up in your mind. You know, you're, you're uh, you know, you struggle with that, you know. Uh, you try and, and do these things. They don't work out quite as you thought or you wanted more or whatever, whatever. And then uh, you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm on target. This is good. I'm enjoying this. I'm making the money I want. I'm living how I want. I'm uh, traveling. I'm you know doing things I want. I got money in the bank. And then uh, you make this decision that's, you know, it could be considered catastrophic. It could be considered life-changing. It could it could be the best decision you've ever made in your whole life. But it's a matter of perspective, you know. It's a matter of how you vision envision it. Well, me as a, as a guy that struggled very hard to get where he was in the mediocreest way possible, um, and it have it pretty much your whole energy, time, and money being redirected to somebody else. You're like, wait a second. I, I came all this way to now be put third seat, fourth seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then now, so how long is this going to last? Yeah. Is it going to be 10 years? No. Is it going to be 14? No. Is it going to be 20? Is it going to be the rest of my life? Okay. Well, so then, so then, so now, so I tried those things and now I'm, in hindsight, I'm glad because here I am. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast for free with you in my back shed. <laughs> not a shit but <laughs> no, no, right. you know what i'm saying yeah. you know what i'm saying um no i'm i'm i mean i'm doing this thing that is scary to me and not scary like a tiger you know not <laughs> not that's scary like sleeping on the freeway you know but scary like um you know a leap you know it's not a 9 to 5 gig it's not uh guaranteed it, there's no, i mean this this podcast it will be what we make of it you know uh the grub enthusiast will be what we make of it the pickles Oh, pickle wagon, picklewagon.com. Will picklewagonpickles.com will be what we make of it. Small, sure. big, uh, incredibly successful, so completely nothing. At, then you have to look at your kids and, and your being I, I, a dad. And, and trust They're me, gonna be I do. what you make of them. I do. And you and, have good and kids. I do. But see, then then we have the conversation of you know, did up until a couple of years ago, or until recently, very recently, that we're still looking for this, you know, fully consuming job. Which, you know, you go and do a 40-hour gig, which means overtime, which means, mm-hmm. uh, you know, tired and old 49-year-old guy driving, you know, back and forth 100 miles a day to make a good living, right? Do you do that or and, do you... And ro- miss out on... And miss out on everything. Right. You know, because you're exhausted when you're home. You have money in the bank, maybe. Um, you, you're, you know, everybody's around doing stuff, but you're not a part of it. Mm-hmm. 
I did it recently, a couple of years ago. Went and worked at a at a car dealership that I won't mention, sons of bitches. And <laughs> um, and I, I worked there uh, thanklessly for a lot of hours. And it was a ridiculous job, terrible, one of the worst I've ever done. Mindless, d- numbing. Uh, uh, you had to be there to sell the car, and if you were if you were absent, if you didn't have if you didn't want to come in when the customer decided, oh. I want to come in nine o'clock on a Tuesday. If you're not here, you have to split it with somebody. <laughs> what? Right? And everybody's trying to steal your deal. I was like, wow, this is so wrong for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then when I'd come home, uh, even though I was just either sitting or making phone calls or dealing with people, I would come home and be exhausted. And I'd sleep when you guys were awake. And uh, I'd want to have my own time on my days off to do what I wanted to do. But then I'd, you guys want me to do what you want me to do. So it was like, it was a never ending game. And the thing is, I know that if I went and got a full time gig, because I'm still trying to do with a friend, um, it would be fully consuming. It would be all consuming. Yeah. And I would, we'd have money, but we wouldn't have time together. So uh, people who are listening to this podcast, uh, I want you to know that... Um, you know what? If you continue listening and you find value in this show and if you can identify with some of the ideas that we're talking about, uh, that's great. And if you get something from it and uh, you can, you know, you, you wake up tomorrow and you feel that you're not alone. Well, you know, that's what we were. We're doing something. We're, we're adding something to the zeitgeist. So um, hopefully <clears throat> you continue listening. We enjoy doing it. We love talking. Um and uh, we'll try and make them better. We'll keep on uh, making better. As, uh, we'll hope to have some guests uh, sometime soon. You know, we'll have some people that we like to bring in here and talk with. Um, you know, so keep listening. Be good to each other. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And um, until next time, keep checking our Instagram page, our Facebook page. Uh, we're going to post uh, things that we're interested in. And hopefully, you are too. Good night.